Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Mysterious Pal Show, a show about mystery, history, and two pals hanging out in my basement. My name is Chris, and I'm here with my best pal and your best pal, Jordan. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Great. You know, last episode we talked about my... Uh, my Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, so I was on the, I was towards the end of the first season mm-hmm. and now I'm towards, I'm into the beginning of the third season and second season, third season seemed pretty good. Okay. Seems like the first season was a little ramp up. Uh, but I think it's getting, you know, it's, it's hitting that like, okay, now we're getting into some, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, kind of bigger scope of the show and yeah. more, you know, the character of Walter White gets kind of. I'm trying to more complicated and okay. I'm trying to remember what's what happens in third season three. A lot of stuff with Jesse. Okay. Yeah. I, do, you, do you like Jesse? You know, yeah, I mean he's fine. Yeah. I think he is kind of a whiny baby a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's understandable. Yeah. It know. seems it's it's his relationship with his parents, I think, is kind of realistic. Uh you know, in the way that they kind of portray that. But I think in general, I think he's a whiny little baby. Yeah. And it definitely gets ramped up later but, and, on. And Walter seems like a little baby, too. Yeah. Like. I mean, he's dying. I mean. <laughs> we all are, I guess. He's, he's, he's at the tail end of that. I mean, they're, I believe. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, he, obviously, if there's five seasons, he he's doesn't die. Maybe he does at the end. I don't know. Okay. I haven't gotten that far yet. Right. Yeah, we won't go there. Anyway, it's still, um, you know. Just living up to its, I, th- I think it is deserving of the praise that it gets. Because um, okay. if I say that it's, I don't really like it, then probably the internet will burn my house down. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it gets better, and I'm excited to get through that journey together I with myself. Definitely, definitely one of those shows that you can't say anything bad about without feeling the wrath of yeah. the internet. Yeah. So, but it's good. It's good. It's all yeah. justified. Yes. In any case, this episode today, episode four, is an episode where Jordan is going to be presenting a mystery to us. And Jordan, please tell me what we're going to be talking about today. The mystery this week is why my father won't hug me. Listen, I know your dad. He hugs you. He's a nice guy. He's, he's a you know, pinnacle of, of dads. Yeah, old jambone. Yeah. No, uh... So that this topic we're going to be dealing with, the mystery is assassination or suicide. Assassination or suicide. Yes. Nothing to do with my father. He's a lovely man. Lovely. I'm just trying to make light the of- most beautiful man. <laughs> trying to make light of this because we're, we're going down a, a real river we've gone down before. This is deep conspiracy theory type of stuff. It gets pretty heavy. So we're going to be dealing with a few decades, Cold War era. Cold kind of, War. Kind of starts out. And so we're, we're dealing with, you know, during this time, a lot of people, there was that doom of imminent nuclear war. Everyone's on edge. The global powers, the United States and the Soviet Union are lobbying for power in all the different other countries that are, that have, have since been liberated or these new countries that came after World War II. They're kind of all jockeying to have their own political influence in these countries. So you have like kind of, Democracy versus com- communism. communism. Yeah, not communism. Communism. So this particular instance. Communism will get you too. <laughs> yeah. This particular instance in the world uh, deals with Nicaragua. Around 1979, there was a revolution where a group called the Sandinistas took power. 
and they were mostly considered left. So they kind of aligned politically with communism. And they took power. They needed some kind of help, aid to sustain their, 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 their power, to stay in power. So rather than looking to the West, the United States, they looked to the East, as in um, the Soviet Union and Cuba. This kind of freaked out the U.S. government at the time because, again, this is the Cold War. Nicaragua's, you know, South America. They're thinking that goes to Nicaragua, you know, kind of slowly, communism kind of slowly move up to Mexico, so possibly the United States, you know, and what's going to happen to the U.S. government because of that, you know. So we're talking about a country in North and South America. Yes, in, in what year was this? 1979. 1979. This Nicaragua. This through the 80s. And this group, uh, this political group trying to take power. Sandinistas, yep. Is, when is the Cuban Missile Crisis? Is that in the 80s? 61. Cuban Missile Crisis? Okay, JFK. Yeah. So when this first started, it was uh, Jimmy Carter's president, but most okay. of this takes place during Reagan's. So uh, this is, I mean, after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, so we'll go into a little bit. So I mean, obviously people are freaked out. Yeah, there's a very like-minded thing going on here. So what ends up happening is the United States doesn't directly get involved, but they're like, we can't have communism coming this close to our southern borders. I mean, America's okay. pretty good at yeah. doing that, like, <laughs> being like, we don't There's want to be like, yeah. <laughs> but usually what happens with communism, they kind of saw this in Cuba when uh, Cuba became, during the revolution when Castro took over, what ended up happening, a lot of the goods that, and a lot of industry that we had in Cuba was nationalized, so the Cubans took it over. They made it their own, kind of kicked everyone out. I'm not saying it's a good thing, I'm saying it's a bad thing. So the fear now, because Cuba's only 90 miles wide off the coast of Florida, so the fear now is that Cuba's already there. They've been around like 50s, 60s with Castro. The fear now is that, oh, it's in South America as well, like we're being surrounded by all, could be surrounded by all sides from communism. And it wasn't like there was, there wasn't, it wasn't like these groups weren't in all the countries, every country. No groups that wanted to go more com- communist, or sure. Were, you know, but it's just it's like it would work for them at the time. The power, yeah. Now this one group is coming into power, sure. And a lot of these countries are new. A lot of them are still trying to figure stuff up, just like the United States did. Like we don't know what the best way to go is, and then influences be by you know either United States or Soviet Union, they can pull you like, hey, be this, have these relations Resources with us. Or we'll give you relations. We'll give you aid. We'll give you tanks, guns. You know, we'll import stuff to you. So because of this. American government, Reagan is going in the Reagan administration. They're kind of spooked. They're like, because again, we have we have national interests there, economic interests there. The word that these Sandinistas will then nationalize the industry we have down there, which I think ended up happening. Fortunately for the Americans, uh, there was a group called the Contras. Not like the video game. Great game. <laughs> Great Nintendo. <laughs> Although game. I think the last level of that is called Sandinista, even though it's like t- deals like aliens and stuff like that. But anyways. Uh, so the Contras weren't one sole group. They were like a federation, a combination of multiple groups who all had the idea of overthrowing the current Sandinista government. They were more right-wing, which politically would align with uh, the United States government. By be- this being the case of the Contras, the United States could have still have an in protecting their economic interests. So it's the Sandinistas versus the Contras. Yes, yeah. Sandinistas left-wing, more communist, socialist. Uh, Contras more right-wing, more democratic. Kind of, they align better with the United States ideals than right. obviously the communists do. So by doing by by that being the case, like oh, we'll help these people out. Well, we didn't do it indirectly. We more or less just kind of give them uh, supply them with weapons, uh, 
I don't, I don't know how to search about tanks, but we'd give them weapons and train. Like, see, I would train some of these people. So this is, this is not conspiracy theory right now. This is actually, this factually happened. Right. It's things we've done before. So like, just like the Cuban, like Cuban, like not Cuban missile crisis, but the Bay of Pigs. We tried to help overthrow Castro and it in a blunder. We did it before with the uh, Af- Afghans against the Soviet Union. We supplied them tanks, uh, jets, rockets, all that good stuff. Obviously, it didn't work out very well for us in the long run. But this is not something new that the United States decided to do. Like, or, or Russia. Or, or, yeah. yeah. I mean, this has been going on, not just in the United States or you know Soviet mm-hmm. Union. This is something that's always gone on, like clandestine, kind of, not necessarily clandestine, but like I'm sure France protecting your own interests. Yes, yeah, this is India. always this is nothing new. So this is not part of the conspiracy theory. And again, we're dealing with the Soviet Union. Like, remember all those movies we'd, we'd grow up, we'd see like the enemy was always the Soviet Union, Rocky. Yeah, like I, all, like Red Dawn. They're all like. So do this you think, is, again, do you this think is with the current history that we go, we're going to go back to that? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like there was for in the early two thousands, it was always terrorists from yeah, or cyber warfare and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it was then it was China. Yeah. And now trying to start yeah. watching movies, so now it's like we can't have China Even, anymore. Do you North see, Korea. Do you, do you see the new Top Gun movie? No, but that isn't that is that terrorists? Uh, no, but it's definitely a country that's probably Russia, but they couldn't say that because nice. obviously because no one will watch yeah, it in Russia. Maybe, yeah, maybe China too. But yeah, so again, this this we're still in the thick of the Cold War right now. Nuclear war is imminent, so it's like we're, it's a like a chess game, a long term chess game going on right now. So we're very the U.S. United States is very interested in what would happen in Nicaragua. Could you imagine being your job is like, all right, uh, Bill? Here's your here's we're gonna do for the next few weeks. You're gonna Figure out how we can, uh, t- you know, help out the, the yeah. Contras. Like, yeah. like someone's job right now in military, in the American military and other militaries around, you know, the West is how can we screw over Russia and help Ukraine? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. How, what can we do? And then like someone's job, like there's people sitting in a room, like not right now, but it's sitting in a room like mm-hmm. days and days and days being like, okay, what are we going to do with this? H- how can we do this? Here's a map. What can we do here, here and here? Yeah. Where do they, what kind of weapons can they use here? Like, there's a lot of jobs out there. There's a lot of people that do oh a God, lot of yeah. things. Yeah. It's crazy that, I mean, it's crazy we have so many people that work as engineers for roller coasters. Well, sure, yeah. You know, it's it's crazy the kind of, where those people probably be used to, like, get clean water for, right. yeah, but there's no money in that. But I, I could imagine living this time because, like, the, the unknowing and just, like, the, the, again, there's no actual war happening. There's, they had some incidents, but, like, the, the, imminent threat of nuclear war or all the secrecy and the spying and like maybe it's because all the spy movies I watched growing up yeah. but like I don't know it just seems I mean like I think for a, a, terrifying there was an article and this is a little off topic but on topic but jumping ahead there was an article that was written by a you know it was an older a spy from the Soviet Union that was you know it's kind of around the time they found that the, the Americans, that show, and yep. like that that girl who was a Russian spy that moved to America, that was based on oh, this right, girl yeah, yeah, yeah. or this woman at the time. And she, and there was an article written by another guy who was an actual spy too. And he was like, they kind of just dropped us off and they said, good luck. And, you know, the way we, he didn't really divulge like how they communicate and stuff, but like there was tons of people that were from Russia. Oh, moles, yeah. It's, you know, that were just living here trying to like yep. do a little bit like in this industry and this industry. And we obviously, it's not just one side. Like we do that same thing too. Yeah, yeah. Every country seems to do sure, it yeah. one way or another. Yeah, we're all, it's always gone on. It's, it's always gone on. Spying, that whole, yes. Like that there's whole. that show Washington Spies. 
that was on like History Channel, I think it was called. Okay. Like during the Revolutionary War. Oh, Turn was another, it was like I the think, show yeah, about that, it. I think it might be it. Yeah, yeah Washington yeah. Spies. Yeah, that was on AMC. I don't know, I just find that stuff fascinating. I'd be terrible at it. I'd probably, yeah. Yeah, I'd be dead. Yeah, so we're dealing with the 80s, uh, but unfortunately in 1985, Congress passes something called the Boland Amendment that doesn't allow the United States to to give aid anymore to the Contras in Nicaragua. Maybe they're worried about it being in like kind of another Vietnam kind of war. Oh, there's all that specter yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Time, you know, these times, times have changed since World War II going into this, this point, like, and I'll go into that a little bit. So this, this amendment gets passed. We can't help the countries anymore. Uh, Reagan's uh, cabinet finds a loophole in something called the Iran Contra affair. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. I mean, I have in, it was in a Family Guy episode, I believe. Okay. <laughs> and just, you know, from not paying attention to history class in high school or yeah. not, you know, listening to history teachers nowadays, you know, it's always a big thing in modern history, the, okay. this kind of thing. It kind of is always the conspiracy theory people, like that group, Yeah, love this as one of the, like, look, they did this, why can't they... Why would oh, they yeah, be doing yeah. this? Yeah. Like as a as yeah. a, like a doorway to like these other theories and how you can make things seem true. Which obviously I have no idea what the hell's going sure. on. Sure, but it is always used the Iran uh, Iran Contra. Yeah, what's it called? Affair. Affair. So I I remember like that and Watergate are like the yeah, two like yeah yeah. I remember there was also the Iran hostage hostage uh, crisis. crisis that happened, but that was a few years before this. Um, but again, we're dealing with terrorism and hostage situations, so. Iran at this time is, is at war with Iraq. It's uh, Iraq invaded Iran because they're worried about Iran, who is Shiite. Iraq was Sunni. Anyways, they're at war. Um, but there was a trade embargo on Iran. Like no one could give them give them uh, weapons or anything like that because of what happened, I think, mostly because of the previous hostage situation. But again, going back to the Boland Amendment, people in Reagan's cabinet found a way, like a loophole, so they were like, hey, we're going to supply weapons to Iran. Again, someone lawyer sat down and was like, look, we can do yes, it for this. Like, exactly what happened. The, yeah. And a lot of these people have been getting in trouble. Reagan didn't. Everyone said he didn't have, didn't have knowledge of this, um, but there were people in his cabinet. Uh, so like, hey, we'll give you weapons if you release these hostages because the people we had, there was, there, sorry, I didn't explain this earlier. Uh, they're hostages that were in Lebanon. Now, I know it's a different country than Iran because it's called Iran-Contra Affair, but Lebanon and, and Iran were very close because they're, their sect of uh, Muslim, uh, Islam. The hostages, in the long run, the hostages didn't get, didn't get released, but the money we got from Iran, the the Reagan administration, people in his cabinet, found a way to use that money to send to the Contras in Nicaragua. To send them money? Yeah. Oh, like- to, to send the money to help Further, not not like so, weapons, but just cash to cash, yeah, to buy purchase weapons. <laughs> okay. and then, yeah, so there's a term for it. I can't remember what it is. So they found this loophole. Basically, they took money that they sent to um, they got from uh, that reading from the reigning government uh, to release these citizens. That money was secretly used then, like this wasn't known to the general public. Secretly used then to fund further, keep funding. The Contras okay. in Nicaragua. So they found a loophole. So it turns out like that loophole is probably not necessarily a loophole, but they did something illegal. Okay. 
But then this gets this gets found out. Everything blows up, and they keep trying to find ways to get money to these to these uh, contras. So they're just trying. The government, basically, this this administration is trying to fund the contras yes. any way they can to overthrow yeah. they, or to yeah, stop the San Yes, because yes. again, the Cold War were so they were so fearful of communism spreading in the United States or you know possibly being uh, outpowered by the uh, USSR because they when they get you know to so say Cuba the Cuban Missile Crisis. They, there's these satellite photos taken, or satellite plane photos taken of possible missiles being um, yeah. placed there. So this is all within range of the United States. So it's yes. kind of terrifying. Um, well, it sounded terrifying to the, you know, it sounded terrifying to the people of America. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, sure at the yeah. other yes. end, the Russian people were also terrified of America of having missiles. Like yes. so, yeah, yeah. We're just, just seeing, yeah, we're doing the power circle thing right. too. Like they're doing the point, same thing we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 doing the same thing they're doing. So, yeah, so sorry, thank you for clarifying that. Um, I don't want to make it seem like this one sided like thing. I mean, for us as growing up in America, it is one sided. Yeah, because that's what we're taught. But right. it's always I like to hear the stories about like we hear the stories in American history classes about the World War II, and it's about you know what America when America entered and, and what yeah. was going on before, mostly from the, what the British and the French were doing against Hitler. Yeah, but then you have like you listen to someone from Russia and they talk about what they learned about the World War II yeah, and how Russia basically saved the day, which... Which they kind of did. I mean, and, yeah. but if you look at it, if you zoom out and look at every, like everybody came together yeah, yeah, as a yeah, world yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, to fight back. It was a united effort. Yeah. And also, Germany was falling. Yeah. Like, Germany didn't just spread this off way too thin. Well, yeah, they decided to invade Russia, which you should never do because no one yeah. ever wins that. Because <laughs> Napoleon. So, okay, this gets found out, but... We're still somehow supporting these contras. No one knows how this is like how we where are we getting this money from. Congress says we can't do this anymore. We try to do this like the Reagan administration trying to do this backwards thing of like taking money from this exchange with the Iranians for hostages for the, giving them guns, and then they, we don't know. People are like, "Where's this money coming from?" So people start saying maybe drug trafficking is happening because they start seeing in uh, in California, primarily Los Angeles, that. Crack cocaine is becoming a thing. Man, it's getting, we're checking on the boxes here. Yeah, so it's kind of like, again, this, so that that whole thing with the rank contra controversy, that's 100% factual. That happened. Now we're going back again into conspiracy theory kind of okay, thing. Okay, so. There are rumblings that people are like, well, where's this money coming from? If we're not allowed to help them, how are we still helping them? Right. Again, the CIA was told not, they can't do this anymore. They were training these people. They weren't directly involved, but they were training the Contras. So several investigative journalists start looking into this, these rumors that possibly the CIA is being involved in drug trafficking to fund the selling of drugs in the United States or allowing the selling of drugs in the United States by South Americans, possibly Nicaraguans, in order to fund their own fight against the... um, Sandinistas. Sandinistas, thank you. So it's conspiracy theory that we're on a conspiracy side when we say the, yeah, we're, we're the, getting into that drug caffeine yeah, okay. yeah we're getting that right now now yes there was there was glimmers of uh crack cocaine becoming an issue or being around in this time like as a new thing in the united states again we're in the 80s we all know what ended up happening with that like it ended up becoming like an epidemic um but now we're getting conspiracy theory because people are like well how's this being funded so people started saying, asking questions like maybe there's drug trafficking going on. So th- there were some investigative reporters who looked into this, didn't really find anything, but it was enough national interest in this that the United States Senate 
was like, maybe we should investigate that, like investigate this. So their own U.S. government was just like, let's look into this. So after three years, they did find out that Nicaraguans were doing some kind of drug trafficking in the United States. The CIA knew about it, but weren't directly involved. Okay. So they, again, that, that is factual. Partially true. So it's like yeah, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory, but that's so like, easy to connect. Yeah, right. Like they, they probably, yeah, they knew it was happening, but they weren't facilitating it. Okay. They might so have had they might have had other things worried about you know on their plate as far as like kids again the Cold War national security and all that stuff. So the drug trafficking is happening, but they're not. But they're not directly yeah, involved. And that was kind of the end of it. And then you have along in 1996. So this is since 89, 96. Several years later, you have this this investigative journalist come along. He's like, no, there's more to this story. Uh, Enter Gary Webb. So it's story of the Iraq, Iran Contra. No, there's more the story of the drug trafficking. Okay. Like there's a possible. Of how they were funding this. Possible CIA, actual CIA involvement, not just knowing of it happening, but allowing it to happen, okay. possibly facilitating it. Okay. Because prior to that, the U.S. government, other investigators like, no, there's nothing there. They know it's happening, but they're not actually doing anything about it. So a gentleman named Gary Webb comes along. He's an investigative journalist. He's been around for several years, bouncing around the United States doing, you know, town, small town pieces about earthquakes and stuff like that. But he won awards for investigative journalism. So he's, I wouldn't say necessarily well-established, but he like seems legit. He gets hired by- So he's not just some guy that- Schmuck, yeah. Yeah, he's not some some internet guy. Like he's just like- Or he's not some like just small town guy that just all of a sudden got this like- He was a small time, but like he, yeah, he he made it, he he paid his dues. Like he knew what he he was doing. So he gets hired by the San Jose Mercury, Mercury News. It's in California for people who don't live in the United States. Uh, in 1996, he wrote a series of articles called Dark Alliance. Um, and at this time, the internet was starting to take off. So this, the San Jose Mercury News, they posted not only in the paper, but they posted online. So this is kind of one of the, like, the early instances of the internet being used for information through like a news website. Again, they're not big like the Washington Post or anything like that, but it's kind of a small, like a smaller paper. Like, hey, we're gonna put some graphics on the screen. We have audio files, uh, of testaments, of testimonies. You read the article there, so it's kind of a new thing. So this caught on the internet. Well, yeah, obviously the internet <laughs> caught on. Whoa, obviously, yeah, obviously yeah. the internet caught on. Yeah, for better or for worse, but something this big and then something this damning. So this this story kind of went viral. Yes, is yeah, that what yeah, yeah. Be- okay, before, so this, yeah, before there was viral. Before yeah. the social media kind of thing started, a, this was a this was a website, a, a newspaper website, yeah. or a news uh, yeah. website. So he he would write, he wrote several articles in a series called Dark Alliance, which eventually published into a book later on down the road. But he kind of co- corroborated the idea that the CIA knew something was going on. Not only that, but they actually were facilitating. All of this. So he had people's names. Facilitating the selling of drugs. Yes. Okay. He had people's names, people that were already known to be, or were eventually known to be big time drug dealers and drug traffickers. And that possibly they're on the CIA's payroll. Okay. So he's saying the CIA not only knew about this stuff, but was allowing it to happen. Not only allowing it to happen, but also letting it, making it happen. Facilitating. Helping these people. Like financially, um, and so they were like laundering money the wrong, like the opposite way. <laughs> they were dirtying that money up. 
Um, Griming it up. <laughs> so you named a couple of people. One guy's name was the Freeway Ricky Ross. Yes. Freeway? Freeway Ricky Ross. He's out of LA. He's like, he began this if guy. I have with, another kid. <laughs> Freeway is his first name. Uh, and I don't know if you ever heard of the rapper named Rick Ross. He yeah. named himself after this guy. Oh, really? Because, you know, like for a long, like, long time, rappers were like, oh, I'm like, I'm a drug dealer, you know. Like for so this is like a well. Guy. This is like he's super well. This guy was super okay. well known in the Los Angeles scene, and apparently he went on for years and years and years without getting caught. He was a, like one of the biggest sellers of drugs of crack or cocaine or crack cocaine, depending on I guess how it's made or distributed. Um, in Los Angeles, like with people ever, like he was notorious, but he kept doing this for years and like he never got caught. So people were like, "How's this dude not getting caught? Like, oh. is he being protected?" So he actually did end up eventually getting caught. And he kind of turned an informant. So, so they were using him. So they were using him, yeah. But a lot of people were like, well, wait, why? How would this guy keep getting away with this stuff? Keep evading the police for like, I think it was almost a decade. Like, and he's that well known if he doesn't have someone helping him out. Yeah, it seems like the bigger your operation gets, one, they probably know about it anyway, yeah. in most cases. Especially in this time. Sure. A two, I mean, how can it get that big unless yeah. you have some type, you're doing something, pro- I would imagine. Right. So you have the Freeway free Ray Ricky Ross. Rick awesome. Ross. Yep. Uh, but he's in LA. So where's he getting the drugs from then? So there were, again, he's, this guy was 100% real, real person, 100% influential in the whole uh, crack cocaine selling in the 1980s, early 90s. But how's he getting the drugs? It was this, was this in the article? This is this is real life. Like this dude actually like did this stuff. But he, he so was sorry. all this broken in the article? This I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there's two other gentlemen. So okay. So he's he's. So what I'm saying is like the was early internet news? has freeway freeway Ricky Ross <laughs> on this news website. No, he he this this guy was already known. I think before this. But I think what might might have been known. Uh, at least to the, the American public, were these two other gentlemen who were uh, uh, Nicaraguan refugees who left during the Sandinista uh, takeover. Uh, they supported the Contras, but they were essentially drug traffickers and drug, drug runners. When did the Contra thing end? And uh, so the Sandinistas lost power in 1996, 97? So they were only around, I think they're only mostly around for 20 years. Okay. So the Contras lost their whole thing with the Sandinistas and the Sandinistas were in power? So yes, Sandinistas were in power, I think until like 1990. So yeah, I think overall, yeah, so the Contras lost. There was a ceasefire that 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 was, uh, that was took place because Russia, eventually Soviet Union and the United States just completely backed off. Uh but the Sandinistas were in it, in it being voted out around like 1990. So the Contras didn't lose, but they did. Like was it was it kind of the same thing that happened with like the fall of the Soviet Union? Yeah, we're on the same time. Yeah. So maybe there was like, oh crap, we are gonna we don't have no one help us now. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's more so complicated. The, yeah, than yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to simplify. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. So I mean, the Contras lost, but I think what ended up happening was because a democratic vote happened. So. Okay. In the long game, they won, I guess you can say. Gotcha. So these two guys so yeah, from Free, Nicaragua. Yeah, Freeway Rick, Ricky Ross. Uh, and they have two guys from Nicaragua. They were um, 
supporters. They're refugees that came to the United States. They're they're support, but they're supporters of the Contras. But they learned how to. They're a farmer. One of them was a farmer. They also in, in time they learned how to grow and sell crack cocaine. So they are the ones, according again, this is re, this is true. They did did take part into smuggling crack cocaine in the United States. But again, we're going. This is when you get on the conspiracy theory side. Gary Webb is saying that. United States allowed this to happen. All right, yeah. So these are all, these the guys are three real, real guys. They uh, did big time smugglers and drug traffickers and pushers of, of, of drugs. But Gary Webb is saying the CIA knew about this and not only that, but like helped them do this. So this comes out again, this is on the internet. So that like it's hitting a new audience and it's, it's catching on quick. So more people than not are like seeing, seeing news because of the internet, right? The, the information age is born. Yeah. With Gary Webb. His, <laughs> his name is Gary. So the, <laughs> there you go. Gary Webb <laughs> in the internet. Yeah. You know, this is, this is. This is, this is huge. So yeah. maybe we I just broke another conspiracy <laughs> thing. So it's not, Mitchell it wasn't. Solved, baby. Gary Webb was the CIA. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Come on, Gary Webb. So he. It's even, right there. Yeah. He even said like by this technology, since this technology happened, since what we did at the. Uh, Mercury News, they made them a bigger player uh, compared to like the Wall Street Journal or like Washington Post, New York Post, LA Times. Like it made a more even playing field. Like not only that, but like they're more successful because at least at this moment, because they weren't really doing that stuff yet or they didn't have that out of a story yet to put online. Because it's, it's, like it's, 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 it's in Silicon Valley. Right. So they're like, they're right there when all this stuff is happening. So they could take advantage of that it's in San Jose. So they're kind of, they're not the forefront of this stuff. The internet's taking off, but they're, so they're starting to sell more. Yeah. Well, more well-known. Getting more clicks, yeah. more views. Cause they're like, they have all this stuff really well cause they're right there in Silicon Valley. So more people are seeing this. And so eventually, again, this is 96, the crack epidemic started in the eighties. So you have all these, these, these low income areas, people and communities who have just been devastated by this. And they, they're, they're reading this stuff. And they're like, oh, wait, this is pretty damning evidence against the U.S. government, you know, if this is true. And a lot of them, like, believe that to be the case. And it's kind of understandable, understandable just because throughout history, again, not necessarily in the United States, but throughout history, there's always somebody or groups of people who don't necessarily trust their own government, right? It's, again, it's not... For good or bad. Yeah, for good, for good or bad. But particularly in the 60s, you know, in the United States, uh, a lot of people like the, it was like the treatment of minorities, uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King and JFK, the Vietnam War, the Watergate scandal, the government covering up things and stuff like that. Like people start to dis- are starting to distrust the government. It seems like in the more than ever, more than ever, especially now with like television, they're seeing firsthand what, like some of these wars are like or what these protests are like or sit-ins are like and what like what happens to these people. Um so, I mean, this is like the rise of social media. Like, we still see this Comparable, today. Yeah, yeah. We see social media. Everybody can be a reporter now. Everybody can see see and say right. anything and put the information out there. And we see how too much information could actually be detrimental when it comes, especially with conspiracy theories, because now anybody, yeah, well, anybody can, can write say about anything. anything. Yeah. But this is obviously a newspaper. Yeah. And these, and then like these, the investigative journalists are the ones who are like figuring this stuff out, like the Watergate scandal and all that stuff. So, like, the faith, it seems like the faith in, 
again, I believe there is a point, but the faith in media is more so than the faith in the government. So it's kind of understandable to have that line of thinking that like maybe the United States government is responsible for this, this horrible thing that happened to us, you know, in these communities since bad things have happened to them in the past. So the theory of the United States government being responsible for this crack cocaine epidemic, uh, you can see why some people might think this way just because of what happened to them in the past when they saw it going on in the world or what happened in their very own communities. So it's not necessarily un- unreasonable for some people to think this way. Uh, but then some people kind of took it as the U.S. government was doing it to intentionally to destroy these communities. As in like wipe them out, get rid of them, like because they're like, you know, these poor communities and stuff like that. So again, that kind of goes even further in conspiracy theory. I'm not disagreeing with that because um, the, the whole crack epidemic was was terrible. So this comes out, people start thinking this way. Big publications like LA Times, New York Post, Washington Post, they start looking at these reports and start finding certain inconsistencies, such as like, and they're like deep diving. Inconsistencies in his, in, in his, Gary Webb's story? In, yeah, in his story, in, in his okay. dark alliance. So it wasn't like, it wasn't in the story in general, it was Gary Webb's stories. Gary Webb's stories, yeah. Like they, they looked in the past and they didn't really confine much to um, see a correlation between the United States government and drug trafficking in the United States. So after he says this, big time newspapers start looking into it. And this kind of gets where it gets a little weird. So either they're doing this for due diligence, sort of like get the right story out there, or they're personally, like, personally attacking him. So Gary Webb thinks they're personally attacking me. He thinks that they are stooges for the United States government. The United States government is push, putting him, making them do this kind of type of thing. Because one of them had like 17 people investigating like his, his whole story. Just this one guy. Just one guy in, in like his book. And I guess some of the people thought that that they were like told to personally attack and like discredit this guy. So th- I, again, this is kind of hearsay. He said, she said kind of stuff, but of course he would feel that way. And yeah, you yeah. feel like attacked. Like you felt like you did honest work. So for a minute there, the, the, his newspaper was kind of backing him up. And like all this criticism is coming from these bigger newspaper publications. Cause the San Jose Mercury is probably not, was not that big, but you know, these big time news publications have been around for a long time. They're saying like, you know, there might be something here that there might be some, poor reporting or inconsistencies or this isn't checking out. So for, for a minute there, Mercury's backing them up and then they kind of do their own investigation and see it again. There are some inconsistencies or like timelines and, and um, certain uh, testimonies. Again, these testimonies you, you can hear on, on their website, but eventually they start kind of taking this stuff down. They start kind of distancing themselves from them thinking that, you know, there might be, not be totally 100% factual. And so it kind of rubs him the wrong way. He resigns, eventually publishes these stories in a book, redoes some of them, like not as a redoes, but like puts more information in to give it more of a like credibility. Yep. People it's, look at, especially it's hard to like uh, newspapers, magazines, like they have to cut, they have editors to cut stuff out. Sure. Yeah. To make yeah. this story, well, not only, I, not only sell, right. but interesting, makes sense. It's back. I mean, it seems like if he's able to add the stuff back in, maybe it would have been helpful there in the first place. Yeah. And I, you know, I get like, 
a lot of times with like just media in general, like it's the flashy stuff that sells. Oh yeah, I mean, and so this is certainly flashy. Look at the story like, of random uh, Rand, uh, Randall Randolph Hearst and oh, Pulitzer okay, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and what yeah. they were doing. I mean, all he did was make some bold letters to sell more papers <laughs> than the other guy. I think yeah, Hearst yeah. was out what in out in California, and yes, Pulitzer was in New York. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then their battle That's was right. all about. There's a great documentary about this, but like Hearst just like. Hey, we're gonna make really big letters on the front, and that's and smart. and then we'll people draw, are like, draw the "Oh yeah, eye. exactly." Yeah. And that's all he did was make it's titles and stuff. It's yeah. like so. It was more people accused him of being salacious or whatever you, you would say in that. I don't know if that's the correct word, but saying that. And we see this today. We see it with of course. every single yeah. time it rains. We're like, "Oh my god, the biggest storm ever!" Yeah. And then you don't even know if you're supposed to run or not. Yeah. Which is what drives me nuts. For better or worse, I mean. News is very important. We need the news. Sure. But sometimes, some some ways it could... Teeter it, one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Just to get views. Because right. they're kind That's of... In, I mean, they're in battles right now on the internet. I yeah. mean, the internet, news on the internet is, is... I mean, what happened in Canada recently? Oh, right, yeah. Where Facebook can't... I don't think Facebook can't put news up there anymore. Oh, unless wow. pay, unless they pay. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. You know, there's all these different... So there's... Who knows what's going to happen going out, but like... The, the internet way of like, people aren't buying newspapers anymore. How do these companies make money? Okay. And if you go to any newspaper, especially the big ones, you have to pay for, either it's all the stuff is gated and that's yeah, always been right, a, right, yeah, the, there's like subscription, lots of subscriptions yeah, for, the, for like the, the news that like might actually be helpful, which drives me nuts. Like yeah. you can go to any, uh, like small time, two bit news operation and go, you can read any article for free because there's a thousand ads, but all the information not actually might be that, you know, might not be right information. Right. Most of it's probably written by uh, AI nowadays. Yeah. And then you go to like Washington Post or you go to like New York Times. It's like you read. It seems like every time I click on an article, it's like. Three articles this month. Yeah, like two. Well, not even that. It's like I always are out of out of articles. I was like, I never go to this website. How am I out of articles already? So it's it's like. They're also trying to survive though too. That's what I'm trying to say is like. But, but the, the stuff, stuff that you actually probably need to know that was important, important to like stuff. learn yeah. and you can actually solve some of these conspiracy theory problems running amok on the internet. Yeah. Try to figure out a way to get those people paid to make, to get those companies some money. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, 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 it's tough. So oh, it's a business. We have no idea. What's yeah. Going yeah. On. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a businessman. So Mercury, Mercury news ends up uh, publishing a retraction because I think they're getting pressure because they're, you know, small town, not pressure from, from their, from, yeah. from their kind of like their, their people the give them money. And yeah. They're, they're, they're probably their parent company. Sure. And then, you know, the LA Times, New York Times, Washington Post are saying, hey, there's some, some things in here that aren't like, that aren't really, you know, totally accurate or they're not, might not be, might be kind of a little loose with, with the facts kind of thing. So there's a, there's a divide that happens between Webb and the Mercury News. He ends up resigning. He publishes a book. In 1998, again, showing some findings, but again, that gets picked apart. So what's happening is in 19... Um, he has to sell books. So. Yeah. But he ends up not really getting... No one wants to hire him anymore at this point because he just keeps going on and on. He keeps getting dragged out. He keeps like saying stuff back, defending himself, which he should. If he stands by his work, he should stand by it. I'm glad he did because, you know, he's, he's proud of it. Uh, but eventually he can't get work anymore. In, in, in the newspaper. I think he, I forget what he ends up doing. Uh, so this is kind of where it gets a little bit more dark. Um, 
I like you preface the dark with a little chuckle. <laughs> Darkness. Because <laughs> now that we're yeah, we're dark enough with this. So yeah, can't get any work anymore. It's been so bright so far. <laughs> Gets into a depression. Uh, and in 2004, discovered that he committed suicide. So I came across, the whole way I came across this was I was on the internet. It's probably on Reddit. There's probably some meme saying Gary Webb was this guy. He, uh, he is the internet. Yeah. Gary Webb. <laughs> he created the internet for one and then two. Bill Gates, <laughs> Gary Webb. You ever seen him in the same place? Nope. <laughs> and two, yeah, he created that too. He came across like the drug trafficking and CIA, CIA was involved with caused a crack epidemic. And he was, uh, his, his, his death was murdered, a suicide, even though he was shot twice. I was like, okay, well, that's a lot. That's saying a lot right there. So I'm looking into this some more because I've never heard of this guy before. Shot twice in a suicide. Yeah. He shot himself twice in a suicide. Right. Like shot like from the back of his head. Like. And I was like, well, I was like, I was like, I never heard of this guy. So I'm like, you know, I want to look this up because I'm, you know, interested in it. But I was like, but what got me most was like the, how do you shoot himself twice in a suicide? This I looked in it. He shot himself twice in the head. It was a 38 caliber revolver. I'm not sure. Is that like a lower, the lower caliber gun? No, no. But I feel like either way, you know, you put a gun to your head, you can't shoot yourself twice and kill yourself and not kill yourself the first time. Especially if you're shooting on the head. I mean, yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe there is something here. Did this guy really, like, that's where I'm growing all this. Did this guy really stumble across something with the CIA? Was he, like, did he know too much and the CIA was done dealing with him and, like, trying to stop, suppress him from keep telling his story? Were these big newspapers really part of like the CIA cover a cover up of this thing? So the mystery is, did he kill himself or did he commit suicide? Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> did he kill himself or commit suicide? <laughs> <laughs> I stand by that. So the, did, did the he mystery, kill himself? Mystery, this so that's kind of a twofold thing because obviously, you know, like we did the CIA thing that there's a little bit of mystery conspiracy there. But the big mystery though, right. the big mystery though is like, did he? Commit suicide, or was he? Did he kill himself? Or did he kill himself? <laughs> or was he murdered or assassinated? Okay. And I think, and I'll go over to like kind of what the theories, what uh, what was left behind, and how he left a note. Um, but I think in order to believe that he was assassinated, you need to believe that the CIA did in fact take this big of a part into the drug trafficking, and was the, you know the, the facilitator of the, of the crack epidemic that happened in the United States. To that, fund this, yeah, like otherwise, why would he? So be there's just like this. There's just like this twenty. You know, we're going from seventy nine yeah. to two thousand four. Yeah. Like, yeah, or well, until he writes first article, which was in ninety eight, ninety six, ninety six. Yeah. So you have like how many years? Eight, Seventeen years. Yeah, Eighteen years, and it goes on for more years after that because he's kind of like defending himself and publishes a book in ninety eight, like coming up with more more findings. Um, he's still defending himself. People are constantly asking questions about this, about, about the book. And people are at his death. A lot of people were saying he's a martyr. Um, but a lot of people were saying not so he's a fraud, but like he was discredited and like kind of was living in shame. So, but I think, but, but in order to think that he was assassinated, you have to pair that with the fact or believe in fact that the CIA did in fact do all these things that he, that he claimed they did. So assassination and murder are two different instances of like, what could have happened? Two different or assassination or, or suicide. Suicide, assassination, yeah. or murder. Yeah. So, I, so I'm saying, if you, I would say you would have to agree that in order to be assassinated, the CIA stuff had to have happened, had to have happened that he claims, or 
he, he did commit suicide because no one believed him, even though the stuff did happen, or he's committed suicide because he felt disgraced or depressed about everything that transpired after that, being discredited and like no one wanted to hire him, kind of being like, I want to say pariah, but. I mean, mental health wasn't a very focus of anybody at this time. <laughs> no, so. yeah, that, that, I didn't think about it. That's definitely true. So I'll, I'll just say that because I think that's kind of important things to think about when you're trying to think one versus the other. So he kills himself, supposedly, uh, 2004. Uh, he had sent four suicide letters to families. Okay. Four to family suicides members. to yep. two family members. They were typed up. Taped a note to his front door saying, please do not enter. Call 911 for assistance. Thank you. These are all these are all printed. They yep. weren't. They were. He isn't handwritten. So the, I, 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 the suicide letters were were definitely printed. I'm not sure about the note on the door. Okay. I guess he, they were in the process of moving, and so a lot of his stuff were stuff was packed up. Some things that like awards he had, he had, he had, he had had it were packed up. Was he? He had his ID out next to him, his social security card. Was he married or anything? He like was that? married. Yeah, he had married, had kids. He put he left his motorcycle key for his son. Um. No, I'm guessing no, obviously no one was home when this happened, but they were in the process of moving. And I think he was hoping that like in the suicide or in the you know murder attempt that like the mover, I think that they're, they're supposed to be moving the next day or something like that. And they would find the note on the door and be like, tell me movers don't come in or a neighbor or his wife or kid, just call the police. But yeah, so he had a, he had a stuff packed away obviously because they're moving, but he has ID next to him, social security card. I think he had like his will or something saying he wanted to be cremated Sound these letters to his family members, put a note on the door, and there was a 38 caliber revolver oh, next to him. So it gets posted that he had died by two gunshots at the time of his death in 2004. But they didn't say, I don't believe they said it was a suicide. Or when things got like printed online or in papers. It was reported that, or they did, but they said there was two shots, and people were like, "Well, how's that?" I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was reported that he was committed suicide with two by two shots to the head, and people were just like, "Well, how how the hell is that possible?" So all the all these the coroner got all these calls like flooded him, like, "How's this possible? How's this possible? How do you not kill yourself on the you know first shot?" Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's like a like a it's, it is possible. There's a very small window like percentage of that happening, but according to the coroner's report, though. I mean, you could definitely get shot in the head. I mean, it's definitely happened. It's happened. It yeah, it's, it's, it's it's such a like a. But there were two wounds, especially point blank. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know someone that has been shot in the head before, and the bullet still lodged in his face. Oh my god! So this is someone from high school. It's still lodged in his face. I mean, I saw him years later, and it was like something we talked about. How it? Damn. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jeez. I can't even remember how it happened. I'm sure it was something terrible, but you know that type of thing is possible. Okay, but I I don't know if it was point blank. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. I, and like I, you know, imagine if you don't hit a certain right, it could have sure. ricocheted off a skull. Who knows? Right. So the, the corners corners office getting all these like calls and like questions like how is this possible? How is this possible? How is this possible? Again, because people were keep in mind people were at this time even before he you know he passed, people thought. Everything he was saying, a lot of people thought what he was saying was true, and they see that they, he died by suicide by two shots. And like that's that can't be possible. So the coroner comes out and says that like when he pulled the trigger, the bullet sliced. So he put it to his um, right right side of his head. He pulled the trigger, the bullet sliced down through his face, exiting through his left cheek. 
Okay. So that's could be one reason, you know, that's not going to kill you. It's a very lucky a, bullet. A non-fatal wound. Yeah. Uh, and again, he pulled the, he pulled the trigger again. The second shot, coroners believe nicked an artery and just bled out. So then as I saw this, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, it is possible to, I guess, not kill yourself with the first bullet to the head. But it's so like I said, to this day, a lot of people think he is a martyr. Uh, other people say he was a good, good reporter, but he was kind of loose with the facts. And that he just kind of eventually became depressed from not being able to get work, from him, his reputation being kind of smudged or dragged through the mud by some of his, like his peers. And he thought maybe the you know, government was trying to do the same thing with him. So he was, his article specifically talked about how the government was involved in drug trafficking and the pan and the epidemic, the drug ap- acad- epidemic mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. In the, uh, and that they facilitated, helped. Yeah. All of this to fund the Contras. Contras. Yeah. And that even after the Contras lost, it still went on. Yes, the Contras lost. Or like this whole thing, obviously in the eighties and stuff like that. So this was all going on in that it still was allowed to happen. Yeah. So he digs all this up, is loose with the facts, maybe, kills himself Mm -hmm. or is murdered either way. Theories that we're talking about here. Yeah. He was killed or he committed suicide. Yeah. There's no in between. Or in general. Yeah. Then that's what I was saying earlier. Like, if you believe that he was killed, you'd almost kind of have to believe that there was something going on with the CIA. Yes. Or, so the people I mentioned earlier, the three guys that he supposedly talked to or knew about that were part of this drug ring outside the CIA, they all claim that, well, their lawyers, at least uh, Free Ray Ricky, Laura's claim that like he had nothing to do with any of that stuff. Ricky. Ricky he was just by the boss. books. Yeah. By the books. <laughs> yeah. Drug trafficking. For your friendly neighborhood crack, crack yeah. dealer. Yeah. I think that's what I, yeah, I think that's what it was like. Apparently like that's another thing. People were like, did he actually talk to any of these guys? I mean, he, he's not going to lie. Come on. But he's like, not going to lie to right. reporters. Like in the, and Rick Ross was, you know, I think at this time in the nineties, he was already in prison. Oh, okay. So I think there, that's why, People are like, did you actually talk to him or who'd you talk to? Did you talk to the lawyer? And like, is the lawyer actually going to. Did he lie to his lawyer? Yeah. Is the lawyer actually going to admit this, like say this to you? Because by doing so, you can hurt his, you know, his defendant person he's luring for. Because the guys are in prison. Let's not add more time onto his sentence. Right. Don't incriminate himself. Yeah. By having to admit this. So, I mean, that's a possibility too. But, uh, but yeah, so he was in prison. He's out now. Uh, and then the two other guys. We're both in prison now, I believe, in Nicaragua, because they they eventually were caught trafficking. Yeah, I think one did like twenty years. He might actually might be out now, but um, yeah, they were all caught. And again, these are all real people. They did they did these things. That's not that's not like this. this they definitely sold crack, but who knows the reason for it? Right. Who like, was, well, they they the 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 two Nicaraguans they were doing it to support the Contras. So the only real thing here is what I feel like what Gary Webb is saying is that the CIA. Was involved or was not. Was involved in. So that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. CIA is either involved or not involved in this trafficking yeah. and distribution and things like that. Or maybe, I just not thought of this, maybe, you know, he's throwing out some some names out there. Maybe these people are like, this dude needs to shut up, not the CIA, but like maybe one of these 
drug oh. cartels. I'm like, this guy needs to shut up. Yeah. I mean, you figure at this point in time, in the 90s, though, I mean, yeah. I'm sure people report on drug stuff all the time. Yeah. I was thinking it's crazy. There's like documentaries about like the drug cartels and stuff like that. And you're just like, what are these guys doing? Like these reporters are going down there and talking to like, yeah, it's insane. Cause my, like the amount of power that these guys had, yeah. especially in South America, like, and you're going to allow them to write nuts. a story. Yeah. Like the government was afraid of these people. And they're like, I'm going to go down there and talk to these people. So if you think of, so from, for me, I'm thinking about, the death, like the scene, the the scene of the crime, like where he died, or mm-hmm. the scene. He has a note, right, sent out. Four notes sent out to family members. His, his test, his uh, last will, or his yeah, yeah, that was laying next to him or something. Yeah. So he had all this preparation. Sure, yeah, yeah. You could say well, it seems very very methodical. Like he, yeah, he had something on the door. Yeah, one, his wife would probably, his family would be the first to say if that's him or not mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's definitely what he would do. Yeah. Or that's, he's not that he's yeah. so absent minded. Like he would never think of doing these things. If you, it's like the CIA that would do this will be like, that's a CIA I think is out there. Like the CIA that would like plant all this stuff, the movie CIA. That's what I thought too. I was like, well, like, they're the ones they that would, would plant totally this. do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so, that's based on like movies and you know, but, but we don't knows? know. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. don't know. It could yeah. be that that's exactly yeah. what happened. They killed him. The, the drug trafficking, the, the drug side of it, that seems too methodical for... Well, let's say if there's like a, a drug hit, cartel, they'd just be like, just shoot him and like leave. Yeah, because no one's going to find them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Him killing himself is also blue. So you have like this, someone at the mental health disorder, mental health thing, depression, that no one really understands or knows about at this point. Like, they understand, but they don't mm-hmm. really, it's not really a focus. Like, it's it's almost, and we know, living growing up in this time, it's that type of mental health stuff is like frowned upon. It's like, yep. you're supposed to be hidden. It's not supposed to be yep. talked about. So open, just open. shove it down. And yeah. Way down. Get, get on yeah. with it. Dude, but do drugs. <laughs> yeah. Self-medicate. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like the cool CIA that would do something like that methodical, yeah. that clear in a house they're moving out of. Yeah. Like they, they're starting over a new house, like perfect timing. Yeah. Um, the note on the door. You know, did they, was there his fingerprints on, I mean, if it was the CIA and they did this, they probably would put his fingerprints on it. That type of like, yeah, I mean, copied his fingerprints type of thing. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know about the fingerprint stuff, but I do know like, uh, his, his wife does believe that he actually did commit suicide. Okay. And that um, makes it, she would know. Yeah. Like she'd been saying like, he'd been like kind of off for a while and seemed kind of depressed and. But it could be that thing that we saw, we, we, that was reported on the, um, was it Operation Blue Book or one of no, it was um, not Operation Blue Book. The one that was about um uh using mind control, the CIA using mind oh, control. Oh, uh the K was that the KMF DM thing or whatever that was? They were using like hallucinogens for like testing mind control or yeah, and so people, yeah. and so that guy the person that they were doing that to that eventually died or jumped out a window yeah. or whatever he did, whatever that story was, which we may cover someday. He Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that they were just playing a mind game with that guy. Yeah. And they were messing with him to a point where he just thought he was right. Like they were just messed. Like if you listen to like the actual story of the books and stuff, I've written about it. And from my remembering different stories I've heard about, it's like that guy was just, they were just screwing with him. I'm glad you brought that. Yeah. Cause this, again, this is like, there's things that this, they've done. Like this is not all around. They could have made him depressed. Yeah. This is not all the realm of like, yeah, they've done studies, scientific studies to see like, 
how person how long a person do without like water and stuff like that like torturing and stuff like that like mind control like drugs and stuff like that so it's like it's not all around possibly think if this was in fact true that they would go this far to like shut them up right yeah i, I it, it's crazy that they would think it, it's almost it's a great story because it could be it could go like it's i think it's equally right the common part like his wife obviously be the best judge to sure, say yeah, if it was yeah. yes or no but it's just so perfect of how it ended as far as like how he, everything was set up that it could be either or. Yeah. Like it could have been drugging him and he could have been yep. depressed because of the drugs they were giving yeah, him yeah, or right, like something like right. it could have been something like that. Or like they were, they were messing with him so bad that he was getting depressed because he couldn't get them off his back. Right. He stumbled upon something. They just were like, you need to do this for us. Yeah, yeah. This. And he, he just got it, dragged him down. And there's the thing, like he, he generally did believe that like these larger newspapers, like, um, the LA Times, New York uh, Post, and these the other ones were actually in the pocket of the CIA. Of the CIA, right. like they kind of had their best interests in mind rather than actually reporting the news, like and the facts and stuff like that. So, like that was that was in his head since they started attacking him. Could that have been a ploy on their part too? Like you know, who, who the hell knows? Right. They like, again, the CIA dumping like right. doing feeding information yeah. in the not necessarily it to the detriment of the or not necessarily to like like these the credibility of right yeah, of the yeah, reporters yeah. like yeah. they could have been just reporting on what they were being told right by the people that are supposed to know yeah but also so i think it's an awesome way of an awesome story an awesome way of looking at like a story from like it could have been either or and that's yeah. what's great. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, obviously a guy died. Right, because his life was ruined. His but, family yeah. suffered. But like I was saying, as soon as I saw that that meme, I was like, oh, this kind of like, like I was saying, like who who doesn't die from two shots to the head, like and trying to commit suicide, you know, like, and he knew the epidemic, drug epidemic was a big thing. I've known the CIA to do like some clandestine or questionable things in the past. Like you're talking Again, about the drug experiment, but like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this could be a thing. And then I started looking in and I was like, well, if you have these major news, other, like these major News publications are kind of like this guy. He's kind of be loose with some of these facts. His timelines are aren't really uh, lining up, and some of the facts is Arthur aren't, aren't as damaging as he, he thinks they are. And then like he was depressed. His wife said he was depressed, and it's kind of like I kept going this back and forth of just like what it, like what is what did happen? Right. And there's no one and really. I mean, other than his wife, no one knows for sure. Other than him. But we're not exactly because he's I mean, dead yeah. but like we don't know and even the story about if they were helping like the CIA was actually funding this we don't know that yeah. story now right, too yeah. that's another mystery about it right so it's like two things have been kind of still left unanswered yes alright well there you have it there you have it everybody Jordan sorry, sorry to bring everyone down <laughs> yeah I mean this story had it all it had drugs assassinations yeah. murder yeah. suicide espionage uh, yeah flipping or toppling governments yeah. and yep. the Soviet Union proxy wars cold war yeah you got you got, really got what you paid for this one <laughs> so that is it for this episode thank you Jordan again for bringing it to us we will be back with another episode this Chris did that Great so job. we got Great so job. yes a uh, little couple housekeeping things we are in the process of getting things together if you uh, by watching these shows or listening to them watching them first if you watch on YouTube uh, 
you see that we have a new logo if you, on our podcast feed. You just see it. We have a logo. Um, actually, you're seeing the logos that or you're seeing a logo um, because we're not putting any episodes out until we have a logo uh, officially. So the beginning of the video would have the logo. Uh, it would be in our all of our social media and stuff like that. Yeah, check it out. It looks like we're um, sitting in a celestial hop tub. Just just hanging about out. The universe of mysteries. Like we're out in space in a hot tub. So we also have um, an introduction. Uh, we have music now uh, for the most. I think you probably heard that as well. You would have, would have heard that. Though that information of uh, the artist stuff is going to be in the show notes. Um, and we will start mentioning that in the next episode. Once we have that all. We're recording when we actually have that deal in place but that is the end of our show for this week and again uh jordan thank you very much thank you please everybody out there uh follow us on social media i think we probably have those up as well website uh check the show notes by this point well it's not up yet because we have we're waiting for a logo and waiting for all the stuff to come into place um by the time you hear this it will definitely be available and it will be in the show notes anything else jordan just burp. That's all I got. Just a Sorry. burp. That's all we Sorry. got. <laughs> and for the, yeah, for those of you who have been like sticking us with us these past, like listening to these episodes or watching them, we appreciate it because we don't know. We, no one may be listening to us at all. It's probably <laughs> yeah. just us oh, yeah. talking to ourselves again. <laughs> but if you did, thank you. Appreciate it. Pa- pass, pass it along. Yes. Yeah, share, share, share your, share the words, um, rate us, review us, whatever the people in social media these days say, all the YouTube kids and things like that. And next week, uh, we will have another episode. Uh, I believe I'm up this time. Do you know what you're going to do? It's a mystery. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. All right, everybody. As we say or might say or probably have said at the end of every so- episode. Stay, stay mysterious. Stay mystery. Stay, stay mystery. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. Good night. <laughs>